Welcome to My Turn Podcast, a gaming podcast hosted by extra competitive siblings. My name's Jem and I'm joined by my littlest sibling, Erin. That was your cue to say hello. Hi, <laughs> how is everyone? I did say hello. <laughs> I didn't come through all my headphones. Um, so yes, we are still in lockdown. <laughs> we are still doing this remotely. Uh, and we want to thank you for continuing to listen to our joyful little podcast. Jem, <laughs> I'm getting a bit worried. Do you think we, we'll forget how to be people after this? Like when we get free to go outside, will we just like stay in our homes and shun the outside? I mean, I don't actually know how I'm going to survive without the Zoom beautification filter because uh, I don't like looking at my real self anymore. <laughs> without it. I'm just going to walk around with one of those like screens that sort of mute your features like a semi, <laughs> semi-opaque <laughs> piece of <laughs> You're just going to be in soft focus continuously then. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> airbrush jemmy <laughs> yeah man well we need it we need it i'm feeling pretty haggard after this third lockdown that's for sure like not seeing the sun for oh, months definitely your skin gets all like sallow we're not meant to be this color we're meant to be olive no. skinned people <laughs> i used to be brown <laughs> I'm, yeah you actually I'm are brown <laughs> I'm, I'm, i've become discolored I know, it's like our Turkish-Italian heritage is really offended by these continual indoor lockdowns. <laughs> our skin's rebelling against us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but thank you, uh, anyway, for tuning in well, hopefully in it'll to all come to an end. this episode of My Turn. Yes, hopefully it will. Um, I'm just going to have a sip of my tea because I've suddenly got a really dry throat. Do you want... Do you want to say anything to the listeners in this moment of pause? Um, yeah, well, so, I mean, the whole, the one great thing about this whole lockdown is that we have had a chance to play lots of games, but, um, I think I've said this before. I'd really, really love to get with you and, um, play some board games again, because that's something I've really, really missed. Yeah. I just don't have that. There's, there's that competition missing a little bit without you and Bilen being there at the same time. Yeah. So I, I'm i becoming a bit too passive now. Oh, no. I wanted to kill anyone for a while. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, I've just become competitive with myself, which we'll talk about when we get into our games reviews in a bit. Um, so, yes, this oh, is God. a gaming podcast. Uh, we talk about games we've played at the moment. They are mostly online, digital games or indeed video games um and we review them in our in our scantily researched <laughs> stupidly we're not very professional ways. let's be honest um but we love games and um we also love our listeners so erin i wanted to start the podcast by just reading out a couple of our recent reviews so thank you if you are a listener it really really helps us if you do um leave us a really good review and a five-star rating on iTunes. It really, really helps because as an independent podcast, there's a lot of podcasts out there. It just helps us sort of get out there and, and find people like us who are just nerds that love gaming. 
uh, and we really want to connect with more people so if you have time to do it please consider giving us five star review on itunes because it really helps speaking of which our last review erin really lovely uh, says the enthusiastic charm of the podcasters is very evident it's like listening to the warmest family conversation about games and the reasons why loving them is so right oh that's really sweet have they actually listened to yeah <laughs> Oi! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> So thank you. I believe that was John. Um, so I think that's someone I know. Um, but thank you very much. He's not someone I know very well, but it's someone that I did uh, an online event with. And that's just the loveliest review. So thank you so much. That makes this so worth it. Um, Thanks, John. You're our best yeah, friend. Yeah, we love you, John. And in fact, I've actually <laughs> invited John to join us on an episode because John has something like 350 board games in his house. How? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does he have a room for them? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had to have I... an extension built just for his board games. Yeah, I was like, can you build forts with the board games? You've got so many. <gasps> that's what I would A game do. out of board games? Yeah, I... I, I mean, that's something to game with <laughs> right there. <laughs> so we'll have to get him on at some point to talk about that. So that's brilliant. Uh, we also have another review, Erin, and I'm going to read this to you. Let me know what you think. Brilliant podcast. My favourite is Jem. <laughs> Written by Jem. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? No, it wasn't written by me. It wasn't. Oh, who was it then? Was it your fiance? No. He wrote Everyone a really knows boring I'm review. The favorite. Did he? <laughs> yeah. But I just wanted to let you know that I'm someone's favourite, so I'm just putting it out there. It wasn't mum and dad, was it? No. Oh, God. I'm the least favourite child. <laughs> well, that's nice, but I'm going to be the favourite one day, I'm sure. We just need more reviews and then... Uh... Do you know what? Let's gamify that. Who can get the most favourites? <laughs> okay, on. the challenge is on. If you listen to this podcast, uh, pick a team. Mine, obviously, if you're a good Team educated e. person, you'll be picking me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm more relatable. <laughs> yeah, but I'm nicer. How are you nicer? I like unicorns. During our last episode, when you and I were together, you were telling me about yes. uh, how you like being a bastard in Sims 4. That's Sims. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> That's not real life. The whole point of that game is you play out something. Your fantasy. Exactly. Than you are. No, that's the point My I'm making. <laughs> you like being horrible in games. When I play games, I never steal anything. I'm always really nice. No, no, you're just the sneaky assassin that literally backstabs people. So, you know. Yeah, but only when I have to. I don't rob. Like, I hate robbing stuff. I don't like doing it. I like to. You hate. Are you an ethical yeah. gamer? Okay. You've never been the bad guy? Not unless that's the game. Well, that's just boring. Vote team E. No! See? I'm the nice one. Yeah. Case <laughs> in point, I'm the nice one. Vote for the fun one. <laughs> hey, you can be fun and nice. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, should we that's review not some true. games? Let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, well, I guess that's that's why we're here, isn't it? I guess, yeah, maybe we should. 
So uh, you had a birthday recently and I believe you got some presents and you're going to talk about one of them today. So what is it? Oh, okay. So, well, believe it or not, I got a game. Um, so when I was looking online, I think when I was doing the Roller Coaster Tycoon um, episode with you, I was actually just looking online at um, other releases by them. And quite recently, they had a, goal, uh, a game called Roller Coaster Tycoon World, I think it was called, come out, and it was really poorly reviewed. But there was a, a few people saying that um, a game called Coaster Planet, which is the one I'm going to be talking about, um, was like the spiritual successor to the original Roller Coaster Tycoon games. So oh. I thought I'd ask for that for my birthday and check out what it's like. Um, so yeah, that's going to be my one. And you? Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, the much-anticipated Little Nightmares 2. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the type of game that I don't like, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you about it and uh, you can see whether you fancy playing it or not. Um, so, let's get into your game, Erim. Tell us about it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, so developed and published by Frontier Developments, this is the same company that made the original Roller Coaster Tycoons. Um, it was released on the 17th of November in 2016 and has been released on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, which is what I am playing it on, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, PlayStation 5, and apparently Mac OS, whether I believe that. It works on that, who knows. But yeah, this is a refurbished, refreshed, redesigned Roller Coaster Tycoon. And it is so, so similar. It brings back all those old memories of when you first played Roller Coaster Tycoon and thought the graphics were amazing. Now everything is so, so dated. <laughs> this honestly is, is like, <laughs> this is literally hitting all the points that Roller Coaster Tycoon did for me when I first initially um, played it. There is like, there is so much room for creativity and there's so much room for detail. Um, and especially with how, obviously, uh, technology has advanced. There's a lot more um, room for experimenting and it feels a lot more... What's the word? Roller Coaster Tycoon felt quite blocky in the way you build. Everything was in squares. This feels a bit yeah. more free-flowing and like you can really personalise every single aspect of it. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant theme park game. Amazing. So in terms of the game gameplay, um, just so I can get a better idea, is there anything different to Roller Coaster Tycoon or is it the same kind of game but just updated? Yeah, it's it's really, really similar. So the mechanics of the game, the objectives and things like that, it's all about getting park ratings, building certain rides. Um, there's a campaign, basically, you go through. It starts off with easy, mm -hmm. uh, challenge, challenging parks, and then they get slowly more difficult as the game progresses. Um, but yeah, it's the same kind of thing, like get so many guests in your park, achieve such a park rating, employ this many staff, build this many rides. So it's all kind of, uh, I don't think there's anything original in the objective of the game. It's just the way it delivers it is obviously uh -huh. um, a lot more modernized now. Yeah, so I guess your expectations going in were very much this is a roller coaster tycoon souped up and made sexy for today I, well okay 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 so 
I didn't know what to expect because I've played, um, I've actually played Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 and a lot of people did actually quite rate it. But um, I just found it was really lacking a lot of the original charm that uh, the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise had. Um, I don't know what it was about it because everything was in 3D. It was obviously made by the same people. The mechanics were quite similar, but it just didn't. I don't know. I think the way the parks were, you never got like big queues of people at rides. You'd only get like 10 or 20 people oh. going on them at one time. And I think it was kind of at the early stages of 3D. Um, yeah, for, well, not early 3D graphics, but early for them yeah. as a company. Um, that it just didn't quite work. Mm. And I didn't get that same kind of buzz. So I was Aww. a bit like... I wasn't sure what to think because I didn't actually realize it was by Frontier who did the Roller Coaster Tycoon games originally. I thought it was an independent company of that. Um, but yeah, as soon as I started playing it, you can tell it's it's just Roller Coaster Tycoon re refreshed um, and done in such a fantastic way. Yeah, if anyone is a fan of the original series, then definitely check this out. Amazing. So you've talked about quite a lot of positives. Was there any positive to the game that you haven't mentioned? Um, I any positive I haven't mentioned. Um, well, I mean, there is the unique kind of thing that I really want to, uh, you know, elaborate mm, on later on. But um, so the, one of the things that made I haven't even got that far into the game, but one of the things that really made me want to talk about it was just. One of the levels in particular, I think it's only in the second scenario, but one of the levels, there's this ride called the Kraken and the whole um, landscape of this place is like a big park with a, a ditch in the middle. And if you look in the ditches, there's all these tentacles yeah. and it looks like a monster. There's like a bit of dialogue that goes over it and is like, oh no, this isn't actually a monster. It's just a mechanized um, animatron or something. Um, but yeah, so there's only one ride in this park and just out of like boredom, I guess, while I'm not boredom, while I'm waiting for things like to collect some money, you can actually go and sit on the rides. Oh, so you wow. actually act as a passenger. But, and I saw another review of someone saying a similar kind of thing. They thought it was literally just going to be, they sit on a ride, they go through some uh, caves, they come out to the bit with the tentacles and just something so boring. But, the, the amount of detail that went into it, you could actually imagine it was like um, a properly themed ride. There was like different rooms with moving things and triggered oh events. You'd go, you'd go through water places and then this monster would shoot out at you. And it's just like, I couldn't believe how much detail they got in a game. And, and the care and the thought that they put into designing it was just amazing and yeah i was wow. honestly so so blown away by so it just you see it from the f just on, so sorry. i've got the right idea it puts you into first person yeah you can view it as oh uh, first that's person. so cool i love it yeah you can basically you test out your own rides as if you're riding it if you want to wouldn't that be amazing yeah, like with vr I think it would be, or it would be people throw up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I was playing this with Beth and she was um she started to feel sick when I was oh, looking really? around on the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I mean, that is the thing with VR, like when I tried VR, I always feel sick. Even when the motion is yeah. quite limited, I it just doesn't agree with me. I just feel really sick. 
So that, I mm. mean, it would be fun as long as your head doesn't turn from side to side. Like if you're going straight, <laughs> it's okay in VR. But when you're like looking around and moving at the same time, that's when your stomach goes <laughs> yeah, but then you get the real world <laughs> roller coaster experience of throwing up during Yeah, but roller coasters don't make me throw up. Well, these ones yeah, do well. because they're designed by me <laughs> and I'm the evil guy. Oh, yeah, see, again, proving the point, everyone. Erin is the evil one. I'm the nice one. Uh, well, you know, E for evil, I guess. It kind of works. But yeah, Team E, come on. Thanks for boo, me. boo, <laughs> cancel him, boo. <laughs> He's abusing his customers. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, because um, in the initial sort of roller coaster tycoon games, couldn't you sabotage stuff? Kind of. You could design um, roller coasters so they would like shoot off tracks or you could uh, drown people or you could pop their balloons that we're walking around with. Oops. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think you can on this game. Rightly sadly. so, rightly so. Um, but that was like part of the fun of it. You'd have actual accidents and you could kill your guests. So if, if Mr. Timmy was angry, you could just be like, well, you're going to drown, son. Why are you and trying to kill Tim? I'm going to tell Tim. Because he was angry. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, there's not enough food in this park. And you'd just be like, well, you're going to die. So you don't respect other people's uh, points of view and opinions. You're, you're so no. cancelled, Aaron. Not I'm in Roller Coaster Tycoon. Cancelled. <laughs> yeah, but this is when I was like 10. Now I'm a 32-year-old man. You know, uh, well, maybe I'll accept a little bit more. But <laughs> this game doesn't let you. This this is a problem with all this um, cancel culture. They won't let me kill people in my game. Rightly so. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I am the goody. Um, no, so with, with regards to your sort of enjoyment of this game, is there anything... Mm that you didn't like or you're finding a bit more on the negative side? Not really. I think the only things that I would um, say that I didn't like are more to do with the uh, medium that I'm using to play it on. Because I'm playing on PlayStation, mm. the controls can be quite finicky because obviously you want like pieces of track or paths yeah. to line up. And being able to control that with a joy or with a controller um, th isn't the best. It's not terrible, but... It's nowhere near as efficient as something like playing with a mouse would be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there is a little bit of that. And sometimes, yeah, like to complete a roller coaster, to get one point to meet another can just be a little bit tricky. And same with paths. There's not really, no, I, I, I've not found anything significantly negative about this game at all, other than potentially it's a bit easy, but... I'm kind of not in it for the challenge. I'm in it for more creating a park and just, yeah, designing my own little world, really. Yeah, and it's escapism, isn't it? That's what these games are. It's it's creative yeah. escapism. And uh, yeah. in, in your case, also being a bit sadistic when you can be. I can <laughs> in this game. <laughs> I have to be nice. So here's a question. Um, with the Go updates on. on this game, Maybe I'm overthinking mm -hmm. it, but have they added anything with, um, like, saving the planet in mind? Like, can you make your theme park green? Well, I mean, you could colour it green with grass. <laughs> I was just thinking, because, you know, the Sims have, like, an eco-pack now. 
Yes, no, The Sims 4 has like an eco, like green living pack. It's what Sammy was telling Why? me. Why? I don't know. It's part of the... It's just part of the world we're living in. And I remember in the old... Um... Yeah, but you, you're not causing any pollution by playing <laughs> Sims, really, are you? <laughs> no, I think it's so that your characters can live green. That's what I mean. So, like, in the old roller coaster tycoon, wasn't there, like, an objective to build more trees and have more park area or something at one point? No, it was only really things like expanding your park and, again, park value and things like that. Though scenery is, is taken into account, actually, with this game. So if you've just got a boring, like, park queue or a queue to a ride or something like that, guests are less likely to go on it. So if you actually design um, your paths leading up to your rides and your queues in your on your rides, it actually entices more people to go on it. So there is an element of... If you actually take a bit of care in the design of mm. your park and make it look nice, you do get a bit of a re reward to it as well. But there's not any... Th I've not come across anything So you about, don't like um, put you know, recycling points in and... No, you put <laughs> bins down. It's old school. You have one bin for everything and a janitor clears it all up. <laughs> I just, and I don't think there's any yeah. vegan food places. Oh my gosh, why? I know. What's wrong with these people? I'm gonna... Maybe we should complain. We should complain. Um, so, um, was there anything else of note that you'd like to mention about this game? No, the the thing that I really wanted to mention of note was the detail that went into it. And um, yeah, even though that particular scenario that I explained before was like, you know, really, really going the distance in terms of the detail mm. gone into it. Even from the first level, the way they themed it, it's like they've got someone who's really, um, you know, quite design savvy to actually design these theme parks because they look incredible. The first one's like in a little fairy tale uh, oh. castle and it's so well done. You've got like little, um, say little little guards like at entrances and stuff like that, putting a, uh, what are they called? halberds across the um, path and things like that. There's just those little touches that just bring so much charm to this game. Oh, that sounds it's so really, cute. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah, it's so, so good. It's really, really well designed and you can tell a lot of thought and effort went into it. And that's why I think even like um, even myself, I love it, but like I haven't really seen many bad reviews. Mm. Most places are like nine out of 10, you know, 90%, things like that. Really, really rating it very high. And it just goes to show, yeah, they put that thought and attention and detail into it, which has really paid off. Yeah, it really sounds good. And it sounds like they've done a lot to make it ultra customizable. Yeah, I think if if you want to really get into it, into that side of things, there is like um, options to like import your own mm. textures and shapes and things like that. So you can really, really customize it. Obviously, for someone like myself, where I don't really understand that kind of side of the game just yet, there's still plenty that you can do to make the parks, um, you know, give the parks your own personality and your own taste, really. Amazing. I love it. So who would you recommend this to? Um, this, I would say, I'd, I'd recommend it to everyone to at least try. Um, but if if you're expecting a challenge then maybe not so much that some i guess an uh, a gamer that would just like to be immersed in the world of creation someone mm. who's quite creative and just wants who loves the theme kind of games like things like theme park world and obviously theme hospital and all the uh, 
Sim City, those kind of games. Yeah, anyone yeah. who likes that. But I think I think there's a place for this game for anyone really. Yeah, it I sounds it really like a really like accessible old, young... game. Yeah, and, yeah, hundred percent, and probably something that is more accessible to people of all ages as well. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Wicked. So that brings us nicely over to the review. What are you going to give this game out of ten? So nine out of ten so far. I like I said, I'm still quite early stages with this game, but. I already love it enough to give it that kind of <laughs> review. And, um, you know, I think this is the kind of game that in time will just go up and mm. up. And as you kind of like expand, maybe get some DLC to it, it's just going to ever increase that kind of value to it. So, yeah, a nine out of 10 for now, but I could easily see it becoming a 10. And one last question before we move on. Yes. You're playing it on PlayStation. Um, would yep. you recommend playing it on that? Or do you think if someone's got a PC, for example, you'd get a better experience? Because you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I definitely clumpier. say if, yeah, if you've got a PC or something where you can control it with a mouse, then I think this game is more for that rather than for a controller but again it's not a deal breaker it just makes it a little bit awkward and um you just have to spend a little bit more time actually working around things but yeah and any game platform if you've got a pc go for it but if you don't it's not really the end of the world i love how you punched your own microphone during that uh <laughs> that response <laughs> i apologize for the interference there <laughs> him like fisting his own <laughs> microphone <laughs> you're so you're so like Sorry, frustrated Mike. that you can't kill the visitors of your theme park that you're taking out on your poor microphone <laughs> yeah, i just thought i'd punch my very expensive mic instead <laughs> i'm not that evil i respect my music equipment just not game people <laughs> you're so mean you're so mean okay well um that rounds that review up thanks erin no, you're very welcome. And on to yourself. So you're doing Little Nightmares 2. That's right. I am uh, going to be talking about Little Nightmares 2, uh, which is a puzzle platformer horror adventure game, uh, which is developed by Tarsier Studios, uh, published by Bandai Namco. Um, and this is the hotly anticipated sequel to Little Nightmares. Um which I played and reviewed, I believe, in our first series. So go all the way back in the archive <laughs> when we still had our other brother regularly appearing on the podcast as well. <laughs> um, He's disappeared now. Yeah. He's been lost to lockdown. Yeah. And a girlfriend. We'll get him back. We'll get him back when lockdown's One over. One day. When we're all One allowed day. in the same room. But yeah, so yeah. this game was one that I was really looking forward to because I very much enjoyed the first one yeah yeah so my expectation for this was very very high um I love the aesthetic of the first one I love the sort of horror platform puzzling um mm. and the sort of the atmosphere I think for me was really the selling point as well as the sort of platformy puzzle element um it's quite similar to um inside as well isn't it that kind of low lit very dull yeah but atmospheric yeah yeah graphics and so little nightmares 2 is very much of the same 
aesthetic. It looks the yeah. same. Um, they've brought back the musical theme with a slight sort of alteration. Um, yeah, so the, the whole game design is very much a continuation of the first game. Uh, the notable differences are that you are playing with a different character. Um, so in the first game, you play a kind of little... It looks like a little girl. No spoilers for the first mm. one. I'm just going to leave it at that. It looks like a little girl. Um and that character is called Six. And you now sort of have a character that might look like a little boy at this point, uh, who's called Mono. And um, you find Six in this game. So Six is also in this game. So this game is different because you have two characters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are they both playable? No. No, you play with Mono. So... Yeah, that, that's a, an immediate difference. In terms of the actual game style, it's very much the same as the last game. It's a bit longer. Yeah. Not that much longer, but yeah. a bit longer. And so I think this game, a lot of people were saying it's sort of like a five, six hour playthrough. It's taking me longer. I'll go into why in a bit. Um, Is it because you keep getting killed? <laughs> I'll go into why <laughs> in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got things to say. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I think I've covered that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's my Very expectations so, and the immediate feeling. <laughs> okay. So what do you love about this game? What is it doing very well? What do I love about this game? It looks nice. I think the art, just mm. the concept, the art style... Um, the character design it's really not nice to look at because it's designed yeah. in this kind of Burton-esque nightmarish cartoon style everything's a bit rickety mm -hmm. and a bit misshapen and characters are really grotesque like the, the characters you're trying to get away from are really grotesque and horrible and very scary yeah um so in terms of the horror and the art design and also the sound design, the sound work is very good on this game. Um, they utilize a heartbeat when you're very close to danger, which is horrible. It's really scary. So the closer you are to the thing that's trying to get you, the louder your heartbeat is. Um, Does it vibrate your remote yeah, as well? Bit. So I'm, oh, oh, I should I have said I'm playing on that. Xbox. So I'm playing on Xbox. Oh, yes. X. Um, I forgot what Xbox I had then. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> Xbox One X, not Series X. Um, so yeah, so I'm playing on Xbox. So yeah, it does rumble. Um, what other positives are there? I liked that some of it was outside. The other, the other game was very internal and claustrophobic. So mm. I really liked some of the. Do you actually find out where this game is set then? Well, it's a kind of made-up fantasy world. And mm. I can't really, without spoiling the game, I can't really sort of contextualise the characters. And I don't want to spoil the first game either, because um, I think the yeah. first game was only played by people that liked those sort of games. And I think with the second one coming out and having a bit more promo, people might go back and play mm -hmm. the first one. So I don't want to, like, give you a context, because it's very much the payoff of, 
the character at the end and I don't want to okay so so the story is basically what you're discovering and that's the purpose of the game so yeah not spoil it's it. a loose that's narrative a shame. <laughs> it's a loose narrative but there's a there's a point to the characters being in the situation they're in if that makes sense yeah um yeah tell me more about these um nightmarish like creatures then because I remember in the first one there was like uh I remember like these chefs in in a kitchen that looks yeah, like really, oh the really, chef I almost thought they were like overweight <laughs> cats <laughs> yeah um and they used to chase after you if 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 they uh saw you in their line of sight or there was like some guy with loads of cots with his arms that were like about three times the length of his body. Yeah, it's the that same. That was just creepy. Yeah, it's the same. Like, same the the yeah. character's the same, but different. So um, I think this sort of leads me into things that I didn't like about the game. Like, I, the game split into five chapters, um, much like the other game. It was split into, mm -hmm. I think that was five chapters as well. And what happens with this game is that it just feels really formulaic. So you've got a bunch of setting to get through like every chapter is a slightly different setting but on one continuous journey um and so you have a bit of like platforming to do at the beginning then you've got to avoid something then there's lots of sneaking around and then there's a really like tense moment where you've got to get away from the monstrous thing so a bit like the cook in the yeah. first game so like people with really long arms, like weird deformed slugs that crawl on the ceiling, you know, like just weird things, dismembered things, gross things that look like they're Ooh. wearing something else's skin, you know, like it's very grotesque. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. mind that, but I, I found the levels, like each chapter really repetitive. I think because it's yeah. not, different enough from the first game i would say so i sort of struggled with that a bit and i also just found the amount of hiding in the dark in this game boring dare i say it yeah i remember there the last game more... being more pu more puzzly but yeah that might be i've played it years ago so that might be foggy memory on my part but yeah there's a lot of hiding in this game it's just not that fun. Yeah. Creepy. So it doesn't really present anything new from the other game, which is a bit of a shame and a bit of a missed opportunity because I think, you know, uh, when you do create sequels, it's good to actually, you know, build upon your legacy a little bit rather than just re rinse and repeat. It's bigger and it looks better and the world building is definitely improved. So I can't fault the, mm. the design and the architecture of the game. Um, yeah. but I really I felt like the levels were quite repetitive and yeah. uh, what didn't help with that and this this might be the platform I'm playing it on so I'm going to caveat the rest of my review with the fact that I was playing on an Xbox and it might be a different experience on a different platform but my goodness me the bugs in this game so really? many bugs that I'm I'm like throwing my controller across the room with frustration. What kind of bugs? Glitching, which is hilarious because one of the things you do in the game is collect glitches. There's like these little kind of almost like the ghost of a child, and it's like yeah. and they're collectibles, and you you find them throughout the game. But the game is full of gl actual glitches. 
and box <laughs> and okay. it's a really tense game and there are bits of it that are really hard and I get scared mm-hmm. there, there's one bit in particular that is so damn scary I had to get Alex to, I had to get my partner to do it because I was just scared and the game kept glitching and so I was just like, I can't put myself through the fear <laughs> again and again and again because I couldn't, the mechanics of the action didn't work for me at all. And yeah. basically we're in the game. So the, the, the character would like get stuck against an object in the middle of a chase sequence or it would like do this. Yeah. I can't, I don't know how to describe it, but if you're watching the video, I'll do the action. She's waving her hat and turning her head at the same time and vibrating. Yeah, you know, like when a, a literal glitch. So like your character will go against something. And so then like it, jitter. Yeah. Or stutter. That's oh my the God. word, isn't All it? All yeah. the time. And it's just infuriating. So the start of the game, the first chapter, I had a couple of bugs and I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. I checked in case there were any patches to update. No updates. So I was like, oh, maybe it was just the first level. And then... As you go through it, it seems to be the bits, even with more action, sort of running away bits, seem to be worse. Mm. And how long ago was it released? Out of curiosity, sorry if you did actually say say. this. You're right, Erin. It's released like in uh, December, the 9th of December, 2020. And I think it's still relatively new, so there is room. Yeah, I think the Xbox release was like February. Or something. Yeah, okay. So it is very new. So unfortunately with games, especially now, you know, these kind of things yeah. do happen. But yeah, with patches coming out uh, and updates later down the line, I'm sure they'll they'll probably fix it up and make it a bit better. But it, it's, it sounds like a real big shame because I think, especially for a game like this where it is quite atmospheric, mm. things like these glitches and bugs really can spoil the immersion of the game. Yeah. I mean... You're really involved in this story. Something hor- horrendous is going to happen. And then you just like break. And it's like, ah. Uh... For me, it's just ha- the frustration of mm. like certain parts of the gameplay aren't really, they're not really skill based. You kind of mm. have to dodge things. And, you know, at one point, for example, you have to shine a light on something so it doesn't chase you, right? I won't say too much more because, again, I don't want to spoil the game. But just manoeuvring while holding a torch doesn't work very well on my Xbox controller. And Mm. it got to the point where I was like, why can't I do this? So I watched a video of someone else playing on YouTube and they were playing on on a PC, I think. But anyway, it looked like they could basically walk backwards holding the torch, whereas I couldn't do that. I just could not find a way of doing it with my controller. So... It was really frustrating. And then like Alex, my partner, took over because he'd already done that bit. He was a bit ahead of me. And he'd done it mm. almost on a fluke. Like he did it straight away. And then when he took over my game, he was getting really frustrated. He spent about an hour doing this one little level because you couldn't really control the character. There's no like um, mm. accuracy in the action of the game. So even sometimes with the platforming elements, and I remember this from the first game, it annoyed me because of the perspective, which looks really cool. So in terms of the level design, say you're looking into a room, well, the back of the room will be really narrow and the front of the room will be really wide, a bit like in a comic book. So the perspectives are very Mm -hmm. cartoony. 
and some of the angles are, are slightly like exaggerated on floor tiles and things like that. What that means is when you're platforming in a game like this, where the controls are not your friend, you can't even line yourself up with the grids on the floor to kind of figure out if I jump forward on this line of floorboard, will I hit the platform, which I estimate is in line with the line on the floorboard? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are parts where you're just yeah. jumping sideways, like from, from left to right, and you miss the platform by quite a big margin. And you're like, how can I judge depth in this game? And again, mm. I just have to say again, like I'm caveating all of this with the fact that I'm playing on an Xbox and it might be different on different platforms, but it's really, really frustrating because it becomes yeah. a sort of guessing game in a part of the game that shouldn't be about skill. It should just be like crossing a space. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Make something that shouldn't be challenging even more difficult. Well, actually makes it difficult then. Yeah, but yeah. it's not a skill in the game. Does that make yeah. sense? What I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, it's an annoyance rather than a good challenge. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So um, moving on. So, um, oh, I've lost where we are. We've done our... Ah, who would you recommend this game to? <laughs> Um, I completely lost. I was going to say expectations, <laughs> but you already did that. I did that. <laughs> I've talked about something. Well, before I get to that, I'll just say that um, I think I forgot that there were a few things that I did like about the game. Because <laughs> 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 um, so when there were puzzles, I did like the puzzles. And I thought they were really mm -hmm. good and really interesting and, and quite fun and satisfying. Um. But yeah, but that very much ties into what I didn't like about the game, which is that most of the game is just sequences of you hiding in shadows, which doesn't mm. feel like either an adventure or a puzzle platformer. It yeah. just didn't... It's fine to do it for one chapter, but when in every chapter you've got the same kind of shadow thing and it doesn't feel satisfying because there's so much of it. Mm. Um yeah, but it just feels a bit copy and paste, yeah, really. But there were a couple of really, yeah. really good sequences where you had to figure stuff out, and there was an extended um, action, I guess, of collecting stuff, bringing it back, making something work, escaping a room like that stuff. I really enjoy within the nasty horror atmosphere. It was just the kind of repetitive stuff, yeah. and then anything that demanded you move fast and then it just kept glitching for me so i just got annoyed and that's why it's taken me so long to play a five-hour game it's just <laughs> fair enough can i can i just ask mm. about um the puzzle side of it in terms of or well, against the other the original game is it more of a challenge is it less of a challenge do you think maybe they've tried to make this game easier to play for other people to make it a bit more accessible do you think maybe that kind of thing was in their mind maybe i feel like they've concentrated in this game on making it more scary and it is definitely more scary mm. it's i would definitely class this as a horror game um it is yeah it succeeds at being scary um it's hard to say because i remember the last game being challenging enough that it was satisfying and I, I feel like this mm -hmm. one, I enjoyed the puzzles, but I understood them all really quickly. So maybe it was easier. Mm. 
Like in this yeah, game, I felt like I the challenge of the puzzle was sneaking around rather than figuring it out. Yeah. Does that make sense? Whereas in yeah. the last game, I feel like there was but a it bit sounds more like figuring they... it out. Yeah. Yeah, it does It does sound like um, they have tried to make it a bit more of a popular and accessible mm -hmm. game. And their their focus has changed in terms of how they want to present it, I guess, in terms of making it more of a horror game rather than a puzzle game. But yeah, so go on then. Um, and I've done it again. I forgot. Who would I recommend the this to? That's it. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Oh, lifesaver there. <laughs> so look, despite what I've said, this game's got really good reviews, and which is why I suspect that if you play it on something that isn't maybe a console, then you might get a better mm -hmm. experience with this. Um, so if you like the first Little Nightmares game, or if you like other kind of puzzle platformers or horror platformers uh, like Inside and Limbo, um, it's not as puzzle heavy and the horror is definitely there. So it's, it's definitely one for people that like those kinds of atmospheric games. If you have a console and you don't have any other way of playing it, um, maybe hang tight and just see if they do sort any of these bugs out because it really ruined it yeah. for me. And my partner was exactly the same. Like we just got so frustrated with it. And I think also for the price point, I think it was about 25 pounds. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it only just came out on the Xbox this like February. So not expensive, but also not, not cheap. Not cheap for a, for a fight, mm. which I, I don't mind paying that, but I also would rather they held off the release to sort it out so you can play it do you know, do you know what I mean like when a game's like yeah. 15 pounds even I feel a little bit less bothered by the odd bug but there's so there's just so yeah. many bugs for me even things like picking objects up there were times when I just had to reload a whole sequence to pick an object up because there was a bug it just yeah. really it's just ruined the whole experience for me so yeah I do recommend it to anyone who likes horror games puzzle platformers um who like the first game but yeah maybe do a bit of research about whether it's just consoles that have this issue or yeah <laughs> yeah i, I think that's I, I almost think in, in this day and age of gaming that actually being a bit more patient before you get games and also consoles is probably a better way to do it because then you get a bit of time for people to iron out these issues. Mm. So, I mean, like for example, the PlayStation five coming out, I know, I don't know if there's any bugs with that, but like, I would rather not rush into it and then get disappointed that it doesn't live up to all this hype. And I think it's the same with um, a lot of games. Mm. I don't really go out my way to get the newest release of something. I'd rather just wait a little bit longer, but I think, yeah, uh, patience does pay off at the minute. But yeah, yeah, it is a shame to it's, hear that it is more, quite buggy, but than, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it'll get sorted out and I'm sure I'll, I would, if I play it again, like in a couple of years, I'm sure I'll have a different experience if it is sorted out. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to find it really hard to rate this game because it's not the game's, mm. it kind of is the game's fault that I haven't enjoyed it, but it's also not the game's fault, if that makes sense. Okay. So I So how would you rate it then? It's really tough. Like at the moment Could you give a could you give us maybe a, a range of Yeah, of, I feel um, like scores? I feel like if everything works properly 
I'd probably give it a sort of eight out of ten. Yeah. So still really, really good. Yeah, but because of the way it is, I'm leaning more towards a sort of six and a half, seven out of ten. Which is still respectable. Yeah, but and I feel really bad. You really loved the I first really game. I really loved the first one, you see. So yeah. that's the problem for me. It's just... And I do think that this, all the creeping around just got very tedious as well. So that's mm. why I wouldn't give it... Like I think I gave the first one nine out of ten or eight and a half. Um, yeah, I remember it being... You really, really, really enjoyed it, definitely. It, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. Find us on... Um, on insta or on um i can't speak twitter um uh, just search my turn podcast and tell us what you think because it might just be playing on an xbox you know it might be fine on playstation mm. it might be fine on on a pc like i'd really be interested to know one of my friends is playing on a playstation now so i'm looking forward to hearing from him whether he's and he's actually playing on the new playstation 5 so yeah, I wonder if it's any better. It'll be interesting to see mm. yeah, if there are just issues across. Did you research as well if there's just issues in general or did you just... Um, there was a few people that had posted videos saying um, that they were finding bits a bit glitchy. But most of the videos I've watched and posts I've seen are more like people trying to figure levels out and things like that. So I haven't really looked into it that much. I don't really mm. like to, unless I have to, I don't really like reading about games while I'm playing them. Yeah, I guess fair mm. enough. You don't really want to spoil it for yourself. But yeah. yeah, I'll have a look. Now, oh, now well. we've talked about it. I'll have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you... Well, you it still sounds like, like a, a pretty fun them. game worth, a, worth checking out either way. Definitely. Yeah, I was just going to say, because you didn't like the atmosphere in inside, did you? I hated yeah, it. Hate I this. hated it hate so this. much. There is one bit that is <laughs> so damn scary. And I even read a review and the reviewer, who's a professional games reviewer, was like, it was hideously scary. <laughs> this sequence. <laughs> it was horrible. So in that sense, like, great game. <laughs> do you know, no, do you know what the worst thing is? Beth wants to get it so that she can watch me play it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to. And now you said about the scary thing, I really don't want to. But then she's just going to emotionally blackmail me into doing <laughs> it <laughs> so she can watch. Send us a video. And then I have this thing. I have this thing that I had with um, playing Inside where I was like, I hate it so much. I just want it to end. So I need to finish it. And that's exactly what's going to happen with this as well. I'm just going to hate it and have to finish it. But yeah, with Inside, I think I just needed to drink while I was playing. <laughs> and that kind of helped. Oh, with this one, <laughs> you'll, you'll that... never make a platform if you're drunk. The platform is where you're trying to, like, where you're, <laughs> you're missing the platform, even though it's right in front of you. Just, oh, my God. Or maybe I'll get motion sickness yeah. from no, that no, as no, well. No, 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 you won't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it would be funny to watch you play. I was screaming. We were doing this this really scary sequence last night and I was screaming even when I'd handed the controller to Alex. I was still just going, ah, 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 it's going to get you, ah, like a baby. Like a baby. <laughs> At least Alex likes these kind of games, whereas with me, it's just torture. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't like it. He liked the first one. He's like me. He didn't like no, he didn't it. He didn't like it. 
For the same reason. Environment is in the style of game rather than. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If everything worked, we would have both enjoyed it a lot more. I think. Yeah. Whereas this is like the style of game that I think, no. If I ever have the choice not to play it, I will not play it. <laughs> but it looks like I might not have that choice. <laughs> well, um, okay. that brings us to the end of this delightful episode. <laughs> I feel like all worked up now. I've got my horror feels going on. You've got to go back to that, whereas I've got to go back to building roller coasters and lovely, happy, cartoony graphics. So, you know, <laughs> I'm quite happy here. <laughs> Well, thank you so much to everyone uh, joining us for our very professional reviews that you've just heard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and remember, um, please, if you have time, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and remember to put at the top, Gem is my favourite. Thank you very much. No, <laughs> no, you beat me to it. I was going to interject and be like, and really, really importantly, vote for Team E. Vote because for Team G. No, Team E, boo. Um, we are on Twitter at MyTurnPod and we are on Instagram. Uh, I think MyTurnPod again. If you type in MyTurnPodcast, you'll find us. Um, and uh, we'd really appreciate some love and a share. We do this for the love of games. And if you love games too, join us. Recommend some games to us. Uh, and Ooh, yes, we, we look forward to having some chats with, with people online. So um, get in touch. So thank you very much. That's goodbye from me, Jeff. Thank you very much. Goodbye from me, Erin, <laughs> the best one. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.